0: 971 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma
2: Tree Experts. You're listening to the Mark Reardon Show on
3: St. Louis's home for conservative talk. Hey, welcome back to the Mark Reardon Show. Brad Young sitting in today. Of course, Sue Thomas in the house as well. And uh, I hope you are having a fantastic pre-Thanksgiving. Of course, tomorrow is National Tryptophan Day, so uh, make sure you go easy on that. But Thanksgiving and sports, I think, go together like mashed potatoes and gravy. So explaining the sports menu for tomorrow is uh, Matt Pauley from KMOX Sports. Hey, Matt, happy, happy Thanksgiving, my friend. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for having me on. Oh, absolutely. Now, I... I want to start with Albert Pujols because he just won the National League Comeback Player of the Year Award. And, of course, we here in St. Louis, we knew this was going to happen all year. We got to see what Albert was doing, and it was no shock to us. But so often, Matt, the national media is just completely overlooks St. Louis. They only care about what's going on on the coasts. Uh, were you surprised that Albert actually brought home this award?
4: So there's been... That's one of that's the biggest comeback player of the year award, but there have been some other ones that he did not win. I think Ronald Acuna Jr. won it, so it kind of goes into how you define comeback player because you could make the argument that maybe he didn't deserve it, just in the sense that uh, he had a pretty good run with the Dodgers at the end of last season and showed the kind of ball player he could still be. Now, obviously, he took that to a a whole nother level. But where I agree with him getting the award and where I think you look at it is more from a bigger picture. Because at one point when he was with the Angels, he was statistically the worst position player in all of baseball. I mean, we're not talking about a guy who is just simply, uh, you know, below average. He had sunk down to a level, whether it was because of injuries or anything else, where he was a liability uh, in the lineup. And for him to come back and turn into one of the most dangerous hitters hmm. in the National League for the second half of the season, he is absolutely deserving of that award.
3: Yeah, it was night and day, even between the, the, rather before the All-Star break and after the All-Star break. I mean, he looked like a completely different player.
4: Yeah, I think he was energized by what happened at the All-Star break, where he was really honored. He was able to have a lot of fun taking part in the home run. Oh, derby, I watched it during it the great. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then even going to the ESPYs and picking up that big award there uh, was a big deal as well. You know, prior to that, it's been reported that he was starting to think that maybe he made the wrong decision playing another year. And I guess there were conversations early on in the season about him calling it quits. And uh, he made the decision to stick with it. And uh, thank you thank because the Cardinals win the division and they win it pretty easily as, you know, all that starts happening as he starts hitting after the All-Star break. If they don't get that production from him, who knows? Maybe the Brewers end up winning the division.
3: Good point. Hey, speaking of the Cardinals, uh, hometown favorite Matt Holiday recently announced that he's returning to the team as a hitting coach. And I guess I have two questions here, Matt. Number one, can the hitting coach really make that much of a difference objectively, but number two, how much will it mean from a leadership position uh, and an inspirational position to have Matt Holiday back at the dugout?
4: Yeah, so uh, his exact role is going to be as the bench coach, and so he's going to be involved in a lot of things, including uh, as working with the hitters, and that's something that uh, Skip Schumacher did as well in his role uh, as the bench coach. Uh, he's very close with Ali Marmel. And I think what, why that is important in this role is because if you're, if you're tight with somebody, they can challenge you, they can disagree with you, and you know them, you love them, you realize that they're challenging you because they want the best for you. So, you know, there's really two ways to go with the bench coach, especially when you're a young manager like Marmol to go get that former major league manager, that guy who's been around it and and, done it all, seen it all or go with somebody who's super, super close with Marmol. So that's what holiday is going to do. And he comes from the college baseball ranks. He was working uh, at Oklahoma state. And one thing I've said a few times about that is in many ways, college baseball is closer to major league baseball in the way that you actually operate a game than say the minor leagues, because in the minor leagues, Winning isn't important. Player development is important. Mm-hmm. That's the number one thing in college baseball. Win is important. So how you go about from a strategy standpoint in a college baseball game is a lot closer to how mm-hmm. it looks in the big leagues than, say, the minor leagues.
3: That is an interesting uh, comparison. Hey, we're talking to uh, Matt Pauley from CAMOX Sports. And, Matt, let's look at the NFL uh, matchups for tomorrow. First of all, Bills versus Lions. And, of course, the Lions are playing on Turkey Day as they have every year since 1934. Uh, but look at the Lions. They're still 4-6 and six with a three-game winning streak, including wins against the Packers and the Bears. The, the, uh, the Bills, of course, much better record, 7-3, and three, with the amazing Josh Allen in the quarterback position. Hey, what are your thoughts on the uh, Bills versus Lions game?
4: I think the Bills roll, but that's because the Bills are a really good team and could very much could very easily win uh, the Super Bowl. The only question on the Bills right now is Josh Allen's health. He's dealing with a bit uh, of an elbow issue, so he hasn't been a full participant in practice in quite some time. I like what the Lions are doing. The Lions have turned into a pretty good story, the fact that all of a sudden they're not an embarrassment uh, to themselves. They're going out there, and they're competitive. Uh, so, I mean, in the NFL, it really is that league where – Any team can beat Mm. any other team. So the Lions always have uh, that shot. But I would certainly say uh, that uh, the Bills are the team to take uh, Mm. in that first game.
3: Yeah, any given Sunday. Uh, Giants at Dallas. Giants are experiencing an unexpectedly successful season. Uh, Really, I think, behind the strength of their running game. And yet in the Cowboys, I looked this up today, Matt. The Cowboys are 26th in the league against the Rush. But the Cowboys do have an amazing offense. And Dak Prescott, I think, will want to feast on the Giants' defense instead of turkey and uh, stuffing. So uh, will this be a W for the Cowboys?
4: I I would take the Cowboys uh, in this game. And uh, Ezekiel Elliott is back. He played his first game back last week, looked all right. They've got a really nice one-two punch in the backfield with him and Tony Pollard. And when they've got Elliott there, they can keep Pollard in the game and use him more in the past game. He had, a, I think, 198 yards in scrimmage uh, last weekend, mm-hmm. which was a, a career high. Wow! Uh, Dak is now healthy, and, and I've always been a fan of his. I know the, the Cowboys are the team that always lets you down, but I'm one of those people that I always get sucked in by them, and I always believe in them, <laughs> and I end up being wrong at some
3: point in the year. Understood. Uh, the primetime game, Patriots are taking on the Vikings in Minnesota. Uh, two matchups that I see in this game, and I want you to, you want your perspective on it. Uh Matthew Ju- uh, Juden, he's the Patriots linebacker. He leads the league in sacks with 13. And uh, I think he'll be salivating uh, over facing a Vikings line that allowed seven sacks uh, in last week's loss to the Cowboys. Then we have Minnesota receiver Justin Jefferson, who ranks second in the league in yardage versus Bill Belichick's Patriot defense, which is fourth in the league against the pass. Uh, which team... I think, will be the turkey, or do you think will be the turkey uh, at the end, and which will be doing the feasting?
4: uh, This is a hard game to pick. This is the best game of the three. Uh, If you would have asked me a week ago, I probably would have taken the Patriots. But the way the Vikings lost last week, teams generally, when you're a good team and you get embarrassed the way they did, Hmm. good teams react and respond to that. So I just... I don't know. I like, I feel like I've given you some pretty good information on those first two games. I got nothing for you on this one. <laughs> those are just those are two pretty solid teams
3: got and nothing. I don't know who's
4: going to win it. I got <laughs> that, nothing.
3: Well, and, and that's good. That'll make a great primetime uh, primetime game then, as long as the tryptophan doesn't knock us out. Uh, we can uh, we can stay up for that drink. Lots of coffee. Of course, we're talking to Matt Polly from Camo X Sports. I want to shift over to the blues for a minute, Matt, uh, because Coach Craig Barubi announced today that that uh, Vladimir Tarasenko he's been out with an illness. He's back. Uh, Tori Krug is back. He had an upper body injury. Uh, Colton Pareko is back. He had an upper body injury. Uh, Pavel uh, Buchnevich is back. Uh, we're not really sure why he was out, but he's back, and they're all cleared to play. Uh, tonight against the Buffalo Sabres. So uh, what kind of punch will this add to the seven-game winning streak, St. Louis Blues? Yeah, you, you
4: like to see the team getting healthy. They've been playing so well. You mentioned the seven-game winning streak. It's the obscure record that they set, a seven-game winning streak off the heels of a losing streak of eight games or more. It's never happened in the history of uh, the NHL, and now they're trying to add to that. By following an eight game losing streak with an eight game winning streak they play a buffalo team that yesterday beat montreal i think it was seven two seven three one of those scores uh so they put up seven goals but that ended uh what was i think an eight game losing streak for buffalo but now they're playing on a on a back-to-back so this is one of those games where you see it all the time where things just don't make sense you got a team that's on a hot streak and you got a team that's not playing very well and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden they play against each other and it goes in the wrong direction but yeah, as somebody who likes things kind of being even and likes fun number stuff, uh, it'd be kind of cool to see them finish off that uh, or, you know, follow up an eight-game losing streak yes. with an eight-game winning streak. We'll see if they can pull it off tonight.
3: That uh, There's a lot of feng shui in that if uh, by balancing that out. But, uh, but Matt, the Blues, I think, have been one of the most erratic teams in the NFL this season so far. And you mentioned eight-game loss, now a seven-game streak, uh, winning streak. And Jordan Bennington. Uh, I looked this up today. He's also been similarly erratic. He went from eighth worst goalie in the league as of November four to now the best goalie in the league over the past three weeks. The question is, which Bennington will show up tonight against Buffalo?
4: Yeah, I I would actually uh, I would push back a little bit on that. I just I think he was left out to dry during the losing streak. I think he was uh, his defensemen were not helping him out very much and just. um I think he's played better than the numbers would indicate. Now, I'm not going to tell you he's played great. During that period, his goals against average was above three. His save percentage uh, was below 90. So, you know, those numbers tell a story. But I think he's been a little better than those numbers would indicate, and I have no reason to believe uh, anything other than the fact that he's going to have a really good season and continue Mm -hmm. a nice
3: run. Good. Hey, last question. World Cup soccer. i got to be honest with you. Soccer isn't something that I follow very closely. Uh, kind of give us a summary of where we are uh, in the World Cup soccer and where are we going?
4: Yeah, so still in group play as far as the United States goes. They played to a, uh, a 1-1 draw. Uh, what was that, Monday or Tuesday? I think it was Monday uh, they did that. and uh, That was disappointing. They were up one nothing for uh, the vast majority of that and for the entire second half until uh, a late uh, penalty and a, a penalty kick resulted in the tying goal. Uh, they're going to take on England coming up on Friday. England's really, really good from what I understand. Mm-hmm. I say this I'm just, I'm, I am parroting what I've heard from other people because much like you, I am not a huge soccer person. But I'll tell you this I was, I was into it on Monday. I was sitting in the KBOX mm-hmm. sports office. I had it on TV. There's a few times I was standing up, kind of yelling at the TV a little bit. So, uh, it's fun, you know, it's, uh, it's a chance to have a uh, pride for your country to be sure.
3: It is. But I got to tell you, listen, the one thing that really that eats at me, Matt, when anytime you talk about soccer and you mentioned it when U S played Wales and they played to a one, one tie, what kind of wussy sport has a tie? Okay. I like American football where you have, uh, you have a, a death match, you know, you have an overtime to the death match kind of a play. Uh, and yet in, in soccer, you, you we have a tie. And I just, well, it, it just bugs to me
4: totally throw you under the bus here, Brad. They do do <laughs> ties in the NFL.
3: I, well, in the end, when was the last time there was a tie in the NFL? There, there's been one this year. The Texans,
4: uh, has a, I forget who they were playing against. It was week one. The Texans tied against whoever they played against. There's generally about two or three ties a year in the NFL.
3: Right. But this sudden death, I mean, that, that yes. encapsulates American football when you have a sudden death playoff. And uh, uh, and you're right, it can't have a tie, which to me sounds kind of wussy. But that's all right. We'll deal with it. I'll enjoy the soccer. My kids love it. I'll be watching it. Matt Pauley. Uh, I know you've got a busy night this evening. Uh, KMOX Sports, you've, in fact, you've got Sports Open Line coming up at 6, don't you?
4: Yeah, 6 o'clock to about 6.40, 6.45. We have Sports Open Line, and then we'll hand things off to Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr. They'll have the call of uh, Slew Bilkin's basketball uh tonight. As uh, I'm here at Chaffetz uh, Arena, actually, right now, uh, they're matched up against Paul Quinn College. So uh, coverage of that begins at just after 645 tonight on
3: KMOX. Very good. Hey, Matt thank have a great Thanksgiving, my friend, and great to talk to you as always. You bet. Thank you. Oh, it's our pleasure. Hey, coming up after the break, we're going to talk holiday movies with Paul Hall from Common Guys Film Reviews. And I got to tell you, one of my, uh, also one of my pet peeves, I'm convinced Convinced that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, so I'm going to be asking Paul Hall, since he's the expert, whether Die Hard is or is not a Christmas movie. Coming up next here on the St. Louis home for conservative talk, 97.1 FM
0: Talk. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt, Hi-ya! and even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician.
3: back to the Mark Reardon Show. Brad Young sitting in today, and uh, I love holiday movies. There's so many holiday movies that I love, and so I wanted to reach out to Paul Hall, you know Paul, Common Guys Movie Reviews, to get his take not only on movie reviews, but he's got some added stuff to tell us that really could make an impact on you this holiday season. Hey, Paul, great to talk to you, sir.
6: Brad, hello again, and I think i think i've got some good stuff for
3: everybody today you do well first of all tell us about uh the the holiday specials what what's the number one holiday special and where can we find it
6: well i'll tell you what first thing i want to talk about is the thing we always look for at thanksgiving well that is besides the WKRP Turkey Drop uh, episode of that, and right actually, there.
3: that's coming up as the audio cut of the day here on ninety-seven one in before the end of the end of the show this hour. That is my personal favorite, and that's going to be our audio cut of the day. So thanks for uh, giving us a plug for that.
6: Well, you know, I, I bought that whole series because I had to have it. Oh. But uh, the one we all look for at Thanksgiving is Charlie Brown Thanksgiving.
3: Yes. Uh,
6: I think everybody looks for it. And it was always on a broadcast network, and then it was on PBS for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, now there's only one place you can find it Apple TV Plus.
3: Okay, is that good or bad?
6: Well, see, a lot of people will look at it and think it's bad. Maybe you don't have the streaming service. Here's the cool thing Apple TV Plus is making it available to stream for free to anybody.
7: All you have to do is
6: lock on to Apple TV Plus, and you can go click in start streaming it. You can watch it any time starting today through this weekend. So you can watch it five times, you can watch it ten times, you can watch it once if you want to. Hmm. So for those of you who want this, you don't have to wait till seven o'clock on Friday or set your D V R You actually can watch it for the next couple days, and and I probably will. It was always one of my daughter's favorites growing up, and even at 18, certain scenes in that that, uh, episode just tickle her.
3: Oh, listen, I love that. My kids love it, and uh, I can promise you we'll be watching that tomorrow as long as we're not in a food coma.
6: Exactly right. But uh, there's they're stuff showing all weekend, too. Uh, I just saw yesterday the, the news about, uh, you know, TNT has always had that thing where at Christmas they wanted you to spend Christmas with your family, so they did a 24-hour, uh, you know, broadcast of a Christmas story. Well, mm-hmm. they've got something for you this weekend that if you're not watching football and you're not in a, in a food coma, they're going to, on Sunday, the whole day, christmas vacation another one of those christmas movies that we want to see this time of year you're going to see it back to back to back to back to back to back and no it's not a mistake in your guide on your screen or in your in your printed paper guide it is true all day long start it up and just run it on a loop sounds like fun
5: hey paul it's sue how are you Sue, hello. I have a question for you, and this may not be on the list of what you're talking about, but tell me this. Is the the sequel to A Christmas Story any good? Have you seen it?
6: You know, I have not. They did not make it available to me before it came out, and quite frankly, (laughs) I let my subscription to HBO Max lapse. That's
5: where it is? Is HBO Max? Okay.
6: HBO Max. Yep, you can find it there, and uh, I, I might even have a way for you to do that a little cheaper. Uh, talk to
3: me, Paul. Talk to me. Okay. Yep.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, tell us all about it. How can people get HBO Max uh, at a bargain rate? How can they do that, Paul?
6: Well, you know, Black Friday deals are out there all over in the stores. We all think about going to a brick-and-mortar store. We think about it being items and goods. All the streamers have these crazy deals for the next couple days. Two months of this, three months of this for X amount per month. For instance, Talk about HBO Max. Like we just said, you want to get your streaming binging on all throughout the holidays. HBO Max. If you go to their website and sign up for the next couple days, you can sign up for their ad ad plan, which basically gives you a couple ads in the beginning, and once you watch your movie, dollar ninety nine a month for the next three months.
3: That is a bargain. Okay, that is so a deal
6: for two bucks a month, and then cancel it after the three months if that's if that's what you want to do, or you continue. I think their rate is nine ninety nine a month after that, but. For those of you who've been waiting to watch The White Lotus or you want to see A Christmas Story Christmas or 8-Bit Christmas, which is their big one last year, just go ahead and sign up for a couple, couple months. Get something for yourself. But, you know, a lot of people, HBO Max is not where to go. If you don't want to go there, open up your Amazon.com account and click on your Prime video. Go down to Deals. And I'll tell you what, all those networks that you wanted to try but you didn't want to spend big bucks on – they have Black Friday deals there as well. Stars, for instance, a dollar ninety nine a month for two months. Showtime, dollar really? ninety nine for two months. Wow. Paramount Plus, AMC Plus, Epix. Uh Even if you want some of those niche networks like BritBox, I, I think uh, I think Brad, you might want to check that out.
3: I do. You know, my wife and I, if, if it's a British murder mystery, that's all we need to know. We're there. So good. Yeah,
6: it, and they've got other ones: BBC Select, PBS Masterpiece, uh, even a special on League Pass. You can get these things up, Faith and Family. So if you want more of a, you know, a family-friendly type environment, PBS Kids, any, all these are dollar ninety-nine a month for a couple months. Now you do have to cancel them if you don't want to. You know, they'll they'll charge you the full rate after those months. But think about it: two months is going to get you all through your holidays. You're going to have that programming to watch when the kids come over when the grandkids come over when the the boyfriends and girlfriends are over you can just throw some stuff on at a reasonable rate so get something for yourself this year and and you know sign up for one of these even for a couple months uh all those things that you've been waiting to see binge them Mm. take your time this this holiday season and binge them and have a good time
3: wow what a fantastic idea we're talking to paul hall uh common guys movie reviews and uh paul are there any other like uh Christmas bargains or Thanksgiving Black Friday type bargains that you have for us? Well, I'm like a
6: steak knife dealer. Uh, it's, it's like, but wait, there's
3: more. Ginsu, <laughs> okay. the Ginsu so, Paul Hall.
6: Being in the media for many years, uh, I, you wouldn't you wouldn't know it, but I'm I'm a little on the cheap side. I, I don't like to pay full rack rate for anything. I am shocked by this news. Shocked. It, it really, hey, you know, it's like I, I would rather get it for free or next to nothing. Well, think about this for a second. While you're going out to the movies, they've got a great specials on gift cards at all your local theaters where you can get those gift cards and maybe some free concession cards or you get the best deal all year on gift cards. And you can use those gift cards all year so you can get your movies at you know, 80 percent of the cost all year if you buy your gift cards now and put them in your inventory. Not only that, if you go to your local grocery stores. You see those big, you know, racks of gift cards, right? Yeah. Here, here's what you do to get your, your, even your, your uh, Amazon uh, Prime, Amazon.com type of subscriptions paid even cheaper. You go to the grocery store, you get those gift cards that they're going to give you a special on, maybe four times fuel point so you can fill up your gas tank a little cheaper. Maybe they're going to give you $5 off or 5% off of those gift cards. Get those Amazon gift cards at your grocery store, then turn around and use them on Amazon to get the deals. Now you're getting two oh, deals for the price of wow. one. Now those, these are these sneaky hidden places where you can get that entertainment that you know is costing a lot of money. You can get it a little cheaper. You can get it the same thing. And you know what? Whether you pay one ninety nine a month or eight ninety nine or ten ninety nine a month, it's the same programming. They don't cut your programming.
3: That is that. That's really, it's really smart. That's a really great tip, Paul. It really is. You know, it's funny. I see a lot of times consumer reporting about how you can save money here and there, and a lot of times, you know, they say uh, Mensa level advice like clip coupons, uh, look for store brands. Right. Okay. Wow. Right. Never thought of that. My goodness. Uh, yeah, but Paul, this is good. S- this is great stuff.
6: Double dip those points anywhere. I mean, I don't pay full gas prices. I always use my rewards points. Uh, from the grocery stores and whatnot, but when you use that product for something else on top of it, you save money all across the board, and quite frankly, you get the same services. My mom taught me long ago when I was a kid. She said, Paul, you can get name-brand Doritos for the same price as that generic store brand. Just buy them on sale, use a coupon, watch your bargains, and you can get the same product for the same or even less sometimes uh, amount for the the name-brand product, so... Just You can do that with entertainment, too. It just takes a couple minutes online, mm-hmm. and uh, this is the best weekend if you want physical media as well. DVDs, Blu-rays, 4K you know, copies, special editions, planes, trains, and automobiles have a new edition, perfect this time of year. Uh, you can pick those up at the best rates of the year. At all your your brick and mortar stores as well as Amazon for you know Prime Video type stuff over the weekend.
3: So you are a genius, but I'm gonna I'm gonna withhold. Of course, we're talking to Paul Hall of Common Guys Movie Reviews, but I'm gonna give a I'm gonna put an asterisk next to my uh, uh, stating that you're a genius, and it depends on how you answer the next question. Uh oh, that's Uh-oh. right. I I, I I could lose this battle. You, you could lose the asterisk. It all it's all riding on this. No pressure, Paul. But uh, I've had this debate with Joe Holloman of the Post Dispatch for the last 15 years. Uh, is Die Hard a Christmas movie?
6: Okay, this is go. a no-brainer. Even though, even though I've heard, I think it was Bruce Willis say at one point, "No, it's not." He's wrong. It is. It's definitely a Christmas movie. It's one of the first movies I turn on at Christmas time in my household to get me ready for the holiday season. <laughs> and I'll go you one better. Yes. Die Hard Two is even more of a Christmas it movie is. because it's it in is. an airport over Christmas where you're sitting there. I mean, think about it. if you're going out to Lambert and the airport's packed and you're snowed in. And I, I mean, it's the same thing, but it's in DC. It's it's all over Christmas time. It's you know they sing Christmas carols. Now I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho! No. It's all there. It's all there.
3: And and when I when I have this debate with Joe Hallman, by the way, before I get into that, let me tell you that asterix is gone. Paul Hall, you are a genius. All right, yeah. no, no question, no asterisks, no ifs, ands, or buts. But, Don't tell uh, Mark, but I, well, I could tell Mark it's fine. Uh, there <laughs> there could be more than one genius, right? But uh, <laughs> but even even Bruce Willis's character, his wife is named Holly. All right, which even that should seal the deal. Now, Sue Thomas, you think Die Hard's a Christmas movie? I do, actually. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm in agreement over here. All right, good. You know, I'm looking for a fight here, and there's nobody to fight with. I'm very kind of disappointed uh, from that regard. Uh, But, yeah, any way you want to measure a Christmas movie, this movie has it. Die Hard has it. And so my daughter, my middle daughter and I, every Christmas, before we watch any other Christmas movies, we get out our— our, uh, our high-definition version of Die Hard. We watch it. It, it kicks off the Christmas season.
6: Here's, here's one for you. A couple years ago, Fox had a, produced a collection of the Die Hard collection, and it came in a Nakatomi Tower packaging. That's, That's awesome. Where you have it. it's, uh, it's sitting in my movie collection at the moment, That's and great. I will not
3: give that up for well, anything. Well, I have an ornament. I have an ornament on my tree. And we're putting up our tree on Friday. But I have an ornament that's been on my tree every year. And, Paul, it looks like it looks like the air conditioning vent. All right? It's, <laughs> it's square, and it's made of steel. And there's a picture of Bruce Willis crawling through the air conditioning vent. <laughs> all right? And he's in there, and he's wearing a Santa hat, like an elf hat, you know, the red hat. He's uh-huh. wearing that on in this ornament. And that's the first ornament that goes on our tree.
6: I love it. That and Christmas Vacation, I watch them every year. And I even have a, 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 an affinity for a, a little movie, and it just has to do with the last name. Uh, there's a movie called Deck the Halls. It's a really bad movie that came out a couple years ago with Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito. But he plays a character named Buddy Hall. He's absolutely no relation, but I watch that one every year, too. Oh,
3: that's good. And, hey, speaking of movies, when you and I chatted last week, you yep. mentioned Spirited. And, uh, and I watched that. Uh, I, when did I watched it? We watched that over the weekend. That was an amazing movie. It looked like it had a two hundred million dollar production budget. <laughs> it was so much fun.
6: It and, was and you fun. You can see that the characters look like they actually liked each other, which doesn't happen on all movies. No, Sue. have you, you seen yet. that
3: yet? I have not. You need to watch it. It's on Apple Plus. I do not have Apple Plus. Oh, you don't have? Well, you could sign up for it now just as a trial for That's like a a month. <laughs> but it, yeah. it was an I, I was I was so impressed with that movie. Uh, In terms of its production quality, Uh, and no one in this movie was a professional singer, but they did an excellent job. The songs had something to do with driving the story forward. Uh, I, I liked every part of it, and I'll probably watch it again before Christmas is over. And, Paul, I wouldn't have watched it at all if you had not recommended it.
6: Well, I'm glad you watched that instead of Christmas in Paradise with Kelsey Grammer It was early. So yeah, I, 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 I skipped that one. You listened well, and that's good. I, I give you credit for that.
3: And again, <laughs> I followed your advice. And if other folks want to follow your advice on movies, how can they find you?
6: You can hit me on Twitter, Facebook, wherever, Common Guy Movies, CommonGuy.com, Common Guy Films. I'll just search that up. You'll find
3: me. And, and folks, you should do that because... Uh, Paul, your uh, reviews are spot on, particularly since you agree with me on Die Hard. Paul Hall, Common Guys Movie Reviews. Hey, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Take care, everyone. Uh, And uh, happy Thanksgiving and happy holidays to you. Uh, Coming up after the break, we're going to go to a break here. We've got the audio cut of the day. And the audio cut of the day, we've already gotten a preview of it from Paul regarding WKRP in Cincinnati. It's a show from the late 70s, early 80s. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, go to YouTube. You can find it. One of the classic all-time audio clips involving Thanksgiving. Coming up next on the Mark Reardon Show on 97.1 FM Talk, St. Louis's home.
1: conservative talk.
3: Hey, Sue, I got a question for you. Yes. Do you think criminals are more like James Bond villains or the bad guys from Home Alone? I I wouldn't say either. Really?
5: But uh, let's go for bad guys from
3: Home Alone. (laughs) Uh, Well, the reason why I ask is uh, I I love stories about moron criminals.
5: Oh, yeah. There's plenty of those. They
3: always make me laugh every time. And I'm thinking you know what, I hope these people aren't having children because it'll just further pollute the gene pool. But, uh, but a great one comes right here, and I'm sorry to say from the great state of Missouri. Actually, it's down in Springfield. Uh, because I read this today, I wanted to share it with you. Uh, uh, apparently, the, the Mensa candidate from Springfield, his name is Michael Connolly Lloyd, 30. He pled guilty last week to bank robbery in Springfield. But here's what happened. Apparently, when he went to the bank, to rob the bank, the only piece of paper that he had to write his ransom note on was his birth certificate. Are you kidding me? So he he wrote, he wrote the ransom oh, note wow. on his birth certificate, slid it over, I think he was rather shocked when they actually gave him the cash. Oh. The other problem was he was already wearing an ankle monitor from his previous crime. Oh. So of course with an ankle monitor, you can be tracked everywhere you go. So they knew where he was. The birth certificate said who he was. Uh, and and this is, I think, very interesting because after he got away, after he left with the money, uh, his roommate actually called the cops to say what had been happened, what had happened. And when the police came to arrest him, they arrested him, I think, at the appropriately named lazy acres mobile home park in springfield uh springfield missouri wow it's great to be roommates with somebody with an ankle bracelet i'm sure And, and he also had a fiance this guy and i'm and i'm thinking this is really a good thing for his fiance because hopefully it will again prevent any sort of nuptial bliss
5: i'm not sure i'm not sure have you ever seen that show Love and Lockup or Love After Lockup? Oh, People you're are right. not bright.
3: And 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 right and and there's this whole subculture yeah of a lot of women who fall in love with criminals yeah. in in prison. Yeah. And I I'm, and I'm thinking, you know, there's a real question about their taste in yes, that. Yes, well, that's an understatement. That's <laughs> Mhm. Ah, oh, that is an understatement. But I'll tell you what is not an understatement, and we're going to get to it now on the Audio Cut of the Day.
1: Stand by. Playback ready.
2: Now, the Audio Cut of the Day.
3: Audio Cut of the Day is sponsored by the Good Feet Store. Comfort, energy, performance, and pain relief all at the Good Feet Store. And when I said it's not an understatement, this this is my all-time, all-time classic audio clip that has anything to do with Thanksgiving. And I've got to set it up this way. Sue, I don't know, did you ever watch uh WKRP when it was Sure, on? sure. Of, of course you did, because uh it, it was on in the 70s and 80s. Um and it was it was classic radio. Yes it was. It was what goes on in a radio station. And, and hilarious. Always enjoyed it. About the only thing I didn't like about it was it had a laugh track. But other than that it, the writing was good. The characters were fantastic. And in this particular clip, if you're not familiar with it, it's, it's a Thanksgiving episode, and it's meant to be a parody of the Hindenburg, the Hindenburg incident where there was a radio announcer who was describing what he saw when the Hindenburg exploded at the first part of the 20th century. So this is a Thanksgiving Day uh, event. It's a promotion by the station, and it goes like this. All right, fellow babies, and now
2: it's time to go to our live remote man on the scene at the Pinedale Shopping Mall for the big
7: WKRP turkey giveaway. So take it away, Les Nessman. This is Les Nessman, your man on the scene here at the Pinedale Shopping Center where the excitement is mounting. We're here to witness the Big WK on New Thanksgiving giveaway. I here with hundreds of people who have gathered to witness what has been described as perhaps the greatest turkey event in Thanksgiving Day history. All we know for sure is that in a very few moments there are going to be a lot of happy people out here. Now the crowd is. The, the crowd is uh, curious, but well behaved. <laughs> And I think I hear something now. Uh, the crowd is moving out into the parking area. And, oh yes, I can see it now. It's a, it's a helicopter. And it's coming this way. It's flying something behind it. I can't quite make it out. It's a large banner. And it says, uh, Happy Thanksgiving. W, K, R, P. What a sight, ladies and gentlemen, what a sight. The helicopter seems to be circling the parking area now. I guess it's looking for a place to land. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's uh, a dark object. Uh, perhaps a skydiver, plummeting to the earth from only 2,000 feet into the air. <laughs> So no parachutes yet. Can't be skydivers. I can't tell just yet what they are, but... Oh, my God, they're talking! Oh, this is terrible, Johnny, can you get this? Oh, they're crashing to the earth right in front of us. Oh, I just went to the windshield of a parked car. Oh, Johnny, this is terrible, the car right. running around, pushing each other. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the humanity. Oh, people are running about. of Turkeys are hitting the ground like sacks of wet cement. I don't know how much longer the crowd is running for their lives. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys.
3: Oh, it got cut off. Oh, no. I put it in there. I thought turkeys could fly. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. (laughs) Oh, somehow that got cut off. That ruined it. Anyway, classic. I mean, you've heard that before, right, Sue? Yes, it's a classic. Oh, it is a classic. Love it. I had to uh, make that our audio cut of the day, which, of course, is sponsored by the Good Feet Store. Comfort, energy, performance, and pain relief, all at the Good Feet Store. Uh, Since, obviously, Thanksgiving is tomorrow, I want to check around the room here. Sue, what are your plans for tomorrow?
5: I am hosting. There will be 10 people, and uh, we're going to eat at 1. At 1 o'clock. My plan is to walk Oscar the bulldog, the baby. (laughs) There are two bulldogs. Lulu, I think, will be well-behaved, but Oscar, I'm just going to walk him like nobody's business tomorrow morning, hoping that he will sleep and won't be obnoxious,
3: but I I don't have high hopes. Well, do the are, are the dogs at your house? Do they are they beggars when it comes to people over there getting food? No,
5: they're pretty good about that. It, Oscar's just not quite two yet, and he's just loves all people. Oh, so he will yeah. jump up on laps when you're sitting down mm-hmm. and trying to put his head on the table. So yeah. I will be exposed for the non-trained uh, dogs owner that I am. I'm pretty good when they're puppies, but then I... And he needs to go back to
3: class. <laughs> go back to school. Mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. to school. But that's what we're doing. Well, I've got a, I've got a black lab. She's six. Well, oh, we, she'll be fine. She's, she's fine. She, the, the two problems that we have with her is when people arrive, she's all excited, of course, yep. as most dogs are. And if people are afraid of dogs... Then they're kind of taken aback when the dog comes up, and mm-hmm. you know, so that that's an issue. But uh, everybody coming over tomorrow at my house, everybody knows the dog. But the second thing is, she does, um, she hangs out at my seat at the table on Thanksgiving, expecting handouts,
5: Uh-huh. because she's gotten them in the past. I assume she
3: has, because I'm uh-huh. I, I'm just uh, I'm just a, a patsy when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. So she comes up to me, she looks at me, I'll slip her something, and then at that point. The rest of the meal, she's fixated on me. Well, okay? you know, I guess the good news is she's not bothering anyone she's else. Right. She won't bother others, yeah. so that's always good. Uh, I just don't want her, because if I don't give her enough attention, like, as in, here's another treat, then she she has wandered to other guests. Mm-hmm. And, and But she doesn't bark, 22. she doesn't mm-hmm. jump. Mm-hmm. I know, but she mm-hmm. just looks with those eyes oh. and stares at them like she's so hungry. I know. And then, they, you know, people just uh, fold like don't a cheap suit. Don't believe it! uh abby Hobold, what are you doing tomorrow
1: my grandparents are coming over so i nice. we'll have a big dinner of six of us that's
3: nice though. that is very good yeah. uh that should be fun so instead of going over the river and through the woods to grandma's house grandma's coming to your place yes that's very good yeah. I, and i want to thank uh, abby smith for sitting in on the job shadow uh she actually put up with this long far longer than i thought she would so very much appreciative of that thank you for hanging out with us today. Thank you for hanging out with us today on the Mark Reardon Show. Mark should be back soon on 97.1 FM Talk. 97.1 FM Talk.
0: On
2: Demand Audio.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. will always be worth it.